Welcome to episode 95. (gasps) This means we're five episodes away from 100 episodes. And let me tell you, we're going to have something super special, super fun go down for the 100th episode. Stick around. Obviously, you guys know that the Systemize Your Life podcast has two podcasts a week now. Every single Tuesday and Friday, you get a podcast episode into your earbuds. So that means episode 100 will be happening in the first week of April. I'm really looking forward to it. So excited. Can't wait. But for now, episode 95, how to partner with your spouse to accomplish more in home and business. Heck yeah, let's do that because... I know that we all want to feel confident with a teammate that we can count on inside of our homes. And that is not something that has been bred into our culture. And um, it's something that we have to be patient with, that we have to teach, that we have to learn. So today I'm going to be walking you through the communication tips that you are going to need in order to be able to get started on this, like ASAP. Um, Plus I have some hacks that I think you can use to be able to encourage your husbands to get involved, which I'm so excited for you guys to hear all of this because it's just something I've been dying to bring to the podcast. And also, I am not going to let you walk away without some real-life examples um, and talking to you about how Blaine and I are teammates. How I'm able to get so much accomplished in my home and my business is because I do absolutely feel confident with him as my teammate and I'm going to be sharing it all right now in this episode. So what do you say? Let's get started. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships banging organization and time management strategies, and a rock-solid plan for our personal well-being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the Hot Mess Express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. All right, all right, let's dive into these communication tips because I really want you guys to know how you can put this in your own lives. And this is something that can be really, really hard um, when it comes to dealing with another grown human. We talk a lot on this podcast about how it's to get systems in place with our small humans. And obviously that dynamic and that relationship is much different than the relationships that we have with our spouses. And I really want you to know that, you know, this, this topic of how to partner with our spouses has to come from a space of us truly wanting to treat them like a partner and not like a child. And I'm going to put that out there right now and be real with all of you that have enabled your husbands, have coddled your husbands have downplayed your husbands, have really never poured into them and and shown them or even believed in their ability to be a partner with you to be able to accomplish 
what you're trying to get done in your home and in your motherhood and even in your businesses. Now, I am such a true believer and it is my mission to change the culture of motherhood. And so that too has to do with the way that we manage our ship, right? And part of our ship is who lives in our house and that's our husband's. And so that has to do with how we treat them. And so many women are constantly talking about, well, how do you get your husband to do that? How do you get your husband to do that? How do you get your husband to do that? And, you know, does my husband always want to do all the things that I ask of him? Probably not. No. (laughs) Um, I don't always want to do the things that he asks of me, but I'm not really truly getting him to do anything In the grand scheme of things, these are things that he comes to the table and does um, because A, he either knows that it's the right thing to do or he genuinely wants to do them. And so we have to approach our spouses as though they do have the potential to be our best teammate because that is what they were designed to be, to be our partner in things. And maybe your marriage is so far away from this that this is insanely foreign to you and you're going to take one teeny tiny portion of this and see how it goes. Maybe you've been working at a killer teammate and partnership with your spouse to be able to accomplish a whole lot in your home and in your motherhood and in your business for a long time. And so you're going to be able to take a lot of this and apply it into your marriage and the way that you guys work together. So let's, we're, I'm going to talk about some communication tips. Okay. And then I'm going to talk about hacks to encourage your husband to get involved. And then I'm going to go over our, my, our real life examples. What does this look like in our life? So first of all, there are three communication tips that I'm going to give to you. And you are probably going to write, want to write these down. The first one is I want you to be direct with your ask. There are nine times out of 10, when I talk to other women, they're like terrified to just come out and ask their husband for what they need. And I don't understand it. (laughs) I don't know why. (laughs) That is not my problem. My gift is not refrain. I'm just saying that, but we are going to talk about that (laughs) in a minute. Um, So, you know, it's, it's really as simple as saying, hey, I'm really having a hard time keeping up with the laundry on my own. And I've created a system that I think will really help. Can you dot, 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 what do you want him to do for you? Can you help Dylan wash, dry, and put away clothes on Fridays? Ask him. Ask him that question. See what he says. So he can say, no. Maybe. <laughs> I hope not. I hope he's not just going to say no. He might balk. He might be like, then just say, Hey, um, I'm really having a hard time. Like, and I really would love your help. It would mean a lot to me. Is there any way you could just try it for the month of April or just say, can you just do it this week? Can you give it two weeks? That's it. Be super direct with your ask, right? Or can you put your clothes in this new small hamper that I got so I can wash it once a week? (laughs) Start there, right? Like if you're going to use my laundry system and you want to figure out how to be able to partner with your spouse in making that system successful, boom. Hey, I just started this new system. And some of you, you may have husbands that like want to know the system before you actually start it. Hey, I just heard this podcast, you know, 
they probably know the podcast at this point. I know every time I find a new podcast, it becomes like a household thing, a household name, right? Um, and there's this new laundry system that I think will really, really help me to be able to keep up on the laundry. And I think it's going to help the kids and it's going to help you too, so that you have clean clothes or whatever the issue is, right? You're going to want to make sure that you talk about that. Um, that is coming in, in one of the next communication tips and then follow it up with the ask. So would you mind if I got these new um, small laundry baskets for every room in the house and every person filled up their laundry basket with it, including you. Yeah, sure. That's fine. Boom. Done. Moving on. Right. Be super direct with your ask. Okay. Here's another really good example of that. Okay. So maybe you have this new thing that you want to do. Say it's painting. You can come to and say, Hey, um, I would really like to dive deeper into this new passion and this thing that's been really brewing in my heart to start painting, but that's going to mean that I need a little bit more time than what I currently have. And I've looked over the time that I have, and I've created a system that I think could really work. Um, how about I do dinner routine every night? If you could tackle the morning routine before you go to work so I could have time to do ABC and see what he says. If he says, Oh, I don't know how. Okay. Um, I can lay out the kids' clothes for you. I can have um, breakfast menu up. All you'd have to do is just pop these couple things in the microwave and put it on the plate for the kiddos. Make sure that they've had their teeth brushed and their hair brushed. And we'll lay outfits out the night before so that they know what to wear in the morning. If you could just make sure that by 7 o'clock they have all those things done, that'd be really, really helpful for me. And then I could I could really start pouring into this. What's he going to say? No. I mean, most of the time... They're going to be like, oh, that's all she needs. Cool. Sure. I can do that for you because you're super direct with what you want. Hey, can you do this thing? Right. And you just have to be direct with your ask. Okay. Here is, um, tip number two, always phrase your conversations around what or how it's going to benefit either him, the finances or the kids. Okay. I've found that those are the three most beneficial ways for my husband in order to speak his language. How's this going to help him or finances or kids? When you begin to let someone know how they are going to support, how you're going to support them in your life, right? You also need them to know how you're going to be supporting them. It's an absolute two-way street. And so just coming to them and saying, I need this and I don't have this and I want this and and, and being frustrated and complaining, it puts a demand on them to provide for you without you confirming how you're going to be able to provide for them. And it has been so unbelievably helpful and just kind to be able to say to Blaine, hey, like, I really think that it's going to be helpful for our finances if we can sit down and do this menu board every single weekend. So... Da, 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 right. And so right then and there, he's like, oh, helpful for our finances. What is she talking about? I'm listening. <laughs> and that gets him on board. This is how he becomes to be engaged and we start partnering together. This is the communication aspect that a lot of moms struggle with. A lot of wives struggle with this. And communication in marriage just isn't really talked about. It's not taught anywhere. It's been a passion of mine forever. And these are the things that I honestly 
have been tracking for quite some time, about five years. It's as long as we've been married. And and I see what works and what doesn't work with us. Because I realize that asking for help, which I do a lot, needs to be a two-way street. And him knowing that he can count on me is what he needs to be able to let me know that I can count on him, right? I think that it's, we often think as moms that we do so much and that we should just automatically have the help, which of course we should. We have to be very careful about the way that we express ourselves and how we carry our hearts around this topic. And I hope that you walk away from this knowing that the support and the teammate that you're looking for in your husband begins with your leadership in your role as a wife and as a mom and as the keeper of the house. And how you bring this information to him is absolutely vital. Tip number three, or communication tip number three, shall I say, I want you to ask yourself, what do you need to let go of? And remember, not long ago, I was like, I do not have the gift of refrain. No, I don't. But mama's working on it. Sometimes a really huge part of what we communicate is actually what we choose not to communicate. And I am all about sharing all of the feelings, all of them. But in some situations, it's a really good idea to just say nothing at all. What? What does that mean? What does that mean, Chelsea? What are you saying? You mean I can't like pour all my feelings out on the table? Probably not. No, you can. But if it isn't rooted in a legitimate need for help and it's just complaining, you probably shouldn't say anything. Or if if what you're asking him to partner with you on is just about control and getting him to do it your way, probably shouldn't say anything at all. Allowing your husband to truly trust that what you're bringing to him is what's on your heart and it's not just this emotional outburst is what's going to allow this partnership not only to blossom but to soar right you have this budding thing or maybe you're just trying to plant seeds right now maybe that's where you're at and you're just trying to plant these seeds you need to make sure that what you bring to him is rooted in goodness that it's rooted in truly trying to grow a partnership and not just because you want to complain or vent or hold bitterness or frustration or anger or resentment towards him or it's not just to try and control him what you bring to him needs to be a legitimate need and while i say that here's this here's the caveats to this entire topic to this entire episode So those are my three hacks, but write this down with a big asterisk next to it. In order for you to be able to have these conversations and to to foster this kind of partnership, you really are going to have to have a solid understanding of what you need help with. Because the topic of this podcast episode is how to partner with your spouse to accomplish more in home and business. So we're talking about your wheelhouse here. Okay. I know the kids are yours. I know the home is yours. I get that you're sharing it, but it's really your wheelhouse, right? You're the one that's doing most of the things. You're the one as a work from home mom, or just as the nurturer, as the mom, most of the time, not always, You're the one that has, you're the front runner in that, right? Now, Blaine and I share 
everything. And that's why I'm bringing this podcast to you. But I still have the things that I'm good at, right? Like these are my responsibility buckets. At the end of the day, is Blaine responsible for the decor and the organization in our house? Absolutely not. Like it's just not what he's good at. I'm the one that's responsible for it. I'm the one that takes ownership of it. And he's the one that takes ownership of his things, finances, because like that is not my thing, you know? And so you're going to have to know what do you need in order to build this partnership that you want to have with him. When you're looking at what you need, I want you to, to think about how you as a mom running your ship can use support. So all these things that you're managing during the day, what's slipping through your fingers? What's really like... <laughs> that kryptonite that you can't get through because you just can't. Um, When you look at that, it's like, well, what can you outsource? Maybe it's not that you actually need your husband to pitch in to help. You just need him to give you like the big A-OK. You can hire a house cleaner or you can hire a mommy helper or you can send your kids to daycare for two days a week or whatever it comes down to. Whatever your outsourcing looks like, hey, do you care if I have 20 more dollars on the budget? Can we up our paper envelope so that I can get some pre-chopped vegetables because prepping is like a monstrosity for me right now? What does that look like in your life? And this is how you're going to begin to build that partnership. Where do you need the help and support? Do you just need emotional support, right? Maybe it's not cleaning. Maybe it's emotional support. That's a big one for me. It's like I can... Like, I'm pretty tough cookie. I've done and pushed myself physically and mentally through a lot of things. But emotionally, I mean, I'm tough, but I need him and his support emotionally. And if he's not there for me emotionally, I'm like a basket case. And so when I'm a basket case, I'm like, uh, I need your emotional support. Like, that's what's lacking. And I know that's where the broken link is. That's where we're failing in our partnership. That's where we need to reconnect that broken link, you know? And so you have to begin to understand yourself as you lead and run your ship in these areas so that you know how to approach him whenever you're either building this or you're maintaining this partnership with him. Another area that it might be in is parenting. That's another one where like, that's an, and I'll talk about that in our examples, but that's another one for me. Okay. So you have a big star next to that. You really need to figure out what it is that you need help with in order to make this system and this partnership grow between the two of you. Okay. So let's move into how to encourage your husband to get involved. This is not to say that every husband needs encouragement to get involved. Um, my husband Blaine is like insanely involved in everything and I don't really have to encourage him it's just something that he's kind of already done and every marriage and every husband is going to be on different ends of the spectrum here with this but more so um just how it's to get him involved in the partnership is is a big part of this um because you know you we tend to divide our roles and operate in silos really is what I aim to say here. Let's just be frank about it. And what I hope to provide through this podcast and inside of the Academy, which caveat, if you're not familiar with the Academy, go to chelseajoe.co backslash 
Academy and you can learn everything that you need to know about the Academy. You can even sign up and join me there, which it's absolutely amazing. So, so incredible. We've got four tiers that we walk through, through your productivity and motherhood. Then we walk through systemize your business where we get all kinds of systems set up in your business. Then systemize your home where we talk about organizing and cleaning, getting everything that you need in place in your home. And the last one is systemize your marriage, which is exactly why I'm doing this podcast episode because it's all inside of the Academy and I haven't brought much of it to the podcast. And I want you guys to see the inner workings of, um, what I'm so passionate about and what I believe is really helping Blaine and I be successful. What's helping me be successful in my business, right? Truly at the end of the day, we are seeking to be successful in our endeavors in whichever responsibility bucket that is. We want to be successful as moms. We want to be successful as wives. We want our homes to be gorgeous and beautiful and organized in a place of success to us. And we want our businesses. We want our careers to be successful. We really, really, truly do. And this is such a huge part of it. To me, our marriage without it, nothing else can be successful. It is the foundation of everything that I do and everything that all families do. It starts with mom and dad. It starts with the marriage. Um, so making sure that you're not operating in silos is, is huge. And this is one piece of that puzzle is to make sure that we are creating an environment that our husbands want to be involved in. And the, the way that we cast ourselves and project everything about how we run our ship into this shared common space will affect how your children want to be involved and how your husband wants to be involved. And I don't take that responsibility lightly. I think that it is absolutely our responsibility as moms and wives and as women to care about the environment that we create. It's a huge form of nurturing to me. It's why I love, um, everything. That's why I love the way that things smell and things feel, how my sheets feel to my kids, how their food tastes to them, what their comfort level is physically, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, all of those things. It's a way to nurture. It's a way to, to comfort and to pour into these humans that we've been given. So here are a few super fun hacks to be able to to create that that environment, not only for our husbands, but for our kids, but we're going to focus on our husbands right now. A, set time limits. Whatever you call him to do and ask him to do, be very specific with how long it's going to last. Either two weeks, like give it a time frame. Hey, we're all jumping into cleaning this weekend. Um, I'm going to set the timer for 30 minutes. Can you go clean toilets until the timer goes off? Of course he's going to say yes. Way more likely he's going to say yes to that than it's cleaning day and mom busts out all this stuff and she says, I need help cleaning. And they're like, oh gosh. <laughs> and they think it's going to be another day where mom's on her high horse and she's like, clean this and clean that and go clean this and go clean that. And No. No, they're not going to want to help. They're going to want to sit their bum on the couch and watch TV and eat bonbons, except for they don't do that. What does my husband like to sit and eat popcorn? Mm, he likes to sit and eat popcorn. Um, okay, so first one was set time limits. Second, be specific. 
Like be so specific. Just like I said, be direct with your ask. You have to be specific in order for your husband to want to get involved. If it is ambiguous in any way, shape or form, his black and white thinking, his thinking in boxes is so confused. He doesn't even know where to begin or how to help or how to be supportive. So you have to be very specific. And for us as women, we beat around the bush, A, because we lack confidence. We've never been taught to be direct. Um, Some of us have, but culturally speaking, it's not always the case, right? So being super specific allows them to be able to even just let alone process the language, but even visualize how they can be helpful because you've literally just like flat out told them how they can be helpful, (laughs) how this partnership is going to go down. Um, And here's the other hack, make routines, make it simple. Okay. Here's this. Let's just say this, make it simple, whatever it is that you want them to do or need them to do for you. You've got to make it absolutely simple or easy, right? It needs to be I will say simple because sometimes things are not going to be easy. So I'm not, I'm going to pull that word from what I just said. I could edit this out, but I'm going to leave that in because I think it's an important note to process that we don't want to make things easy per se, right? Because that's when the enabling comes in because sometimes there are going to be things that aren't easy. Like the emotional support that I need from Blaine, it's not easy for him at all, but I need it. I just needs to make it simple. Hey, I need a hug. <laughs> oh, okay. And and he's like, oh, I can give you a hug. And he'll stand and he'll hug me. But if I say, hey, I need emotional support, he's like, what the heck does that mean? <laughs> and sometimes, most of the time, that means that we have to be able to articulate, again, what are our needs? What do we actually need? And we can't be frustrated with this lackluster teammate, if we can't even communicate what our needs really are. And so that might mean that you're going to needs to do a little bit of work in order to put these requests in order to develop this partnership in a way that can be specific and simple. One suggestion for how to make things simple is use systems or routines. I think I know a podcast that can help you out with that. Okay, now let's look at the real life examples for this. Okay, so from week to week, Blaine and I are constantly operating in a mode of true and utter partnership. Does that mean that we get along constantly? Absolutely not. Uh, Blaine and I are in our first five years of marriage, done with our first five years of marriage. We're about to have an anniversary. Um, and it's been hard. It's been really, really hard. Great and amazing. Wonderful. Loved it. But it has been super challenging, right? Getting to know each other. Um, Blaine came into my life when I had a three-year-old, just turned three-year-old at the time. And so we became an immediate family with already established, very, very, very established love and logic parenting. And that was hard, you know, and he had been a bachelor. He had never been married and had a lot of his own ideas about what life looked like. And so we just had to figure it out like we all do, you know, and then we had a baby very, very quickly after that, plus all the businesses, plus all the things. And, and I was very, um, 
devoted to figuring it out and to creating systems and routines. And that's what led me here to this podcast and to this business is I realized that this was a real gift that God had given me and I was going to spread it into the world because it had really allowed us to succeed in a short amount of time, um, even through all of those growing pains. But the way that we have come out on the other side of it is really due to our ability to craft a partnership through this entire experience. Now, a lot of that comes from his willingness and my willingness to just try and try and try again. And it's it's going to take that. Now, <laughs> that willingness doesn't always come right off the bat. So if you're like, oh, yeah. My husband's totally not willing. That's okay. Blaine's not always willing and I'm not always willing to try again. And you won't be either. Sometimes there's going to be unmet expectations that leads to hurt and you have to give yourself the time that you need to heal from that and then go right back in. This is, this is my spouse. Like this is the bread and butter of my entire life. Our success, my success in my home, with my kids, with our kids, with my business all depends on this partnership. And so I'm going to try again, yet again. And so Blaine and I have that conversation with each other regularly. And that is what the foundation of us keeping this partnership afloat looks like is we continue to have this conversation with each other. Hey, I know that you've been super frustrated. I know this hasn't been working. Are you willing to try again? Yeah. You know, Hey, I like, I'm, I'm willing to try this again. Can we do this again? Or Hey, the system did not work out last week. Like this is not working. Um, can we try this again? Can we try it a different way? How can you, how can we come back to this table and figure this out? You know, and so just being willing to try over and over and over again is what has allowed us to succeed. But how do we actually do this every single week? Well, our major partnership efforts come together um, in full force when we talk about parenting. Parenting is the one thing that Blaine and I do together probably more than mm, maybe housework. We do quite a bit together too, but definitely parenting is like the number one thing that we we have to do together because he is home like all day every day for several days and then he's gone right but when he's home he's like home for everything for all of it there's no like Like, oh, dad's home for this certain part of the day, but he's never home for this other part of the day. Like it just, he's not a nine to fire. He's a firefighter. He works on a rotation. And so how we partner in parenting, A, is trying to get on the same page and how we're going to parent. And that um, has allowed us to be successful, but it has come with challenges. And so I'm very, very, very direct with my asks. Hey, When Bailey gets frustrated, can you please, and then I'll give him the love and logic phrase that I use, um, that is not that simple for him. And so my challenge as a leader in parenting, I've taken the lead in parenting, A, because I'm with the kids more often, B, because it is truly something that lights me up inside and I love to read books about love and logic and positive parenting, um, and I had a kiddo 
already before he came into the picture and I just had had more practice, I know that I need to figure out how to make this simple for him and how to be really clear about what it is that I need. And that's something right now, like actively right now in my life that I'm, that I'm working through to be able to develop that partnership with each other in the parenting aspect. Okay. Here's another example. Housework. Real life example, week to week, how do we partner on housework? Well, my system for that, as you know, is the zone cleaning system where we rotate through five zones every week of the month and he dives in and he helps me. Well, I've made it super simple by only having two cleaning products. I'm super direct. It's A, it's direct and it's just as clear and concise as can be because it's in the Google calendar. It's shared. We both see it. And when it comes time to actually do it, sometimes I say, hey, what do you want to do? Or he'll be like, oh, what do you want to do? And we divvy it up. Or other times I'm like, I really don't want to do the toilets. Will you go do the toilets on bathroom day, right? I just don't want to do the toilets as an example. Or if we're tackling multiple rooms at a time, hey, you do the upstairs bathroom. I'll take the two downstairs bathrooms. Okay, done. I'll meet you back here. We've got 30 minutes. Boom, done. We partner in cleaning and maintenance in the home a lot. Um, He's naturally just way better at unloading the dishwasher and I am just way better at loading it. (laughs) I mean, for real though, it is like, it's like Tetris up in here. You guys, I say this all the time, but no joke. I like get so excited when I have managed to fit all of the dishes in the dishwasher and there is zero, there's zero space left for another dish. Like it is, it's like winning a trophy. I literally feel so good about myself (laughs) and Blaine's like half the sink is in the dishwasher and the other half is in the sink. And he's like, it's full. And I'm like wanting to pull my eyeballs out. You know, it just is what it is. So I have seen that in us. And if you've listened to any of my cleaning episodes, you've heard me talk about this. I really truly believe in divvying up cleaning based on people's strengths and weaknesses. Like clearly I kept getting so mad at Blaine when we we were first married for his horrible dishwashing packing skills and I was like, why? Jelzy's so good at unloading. Like, just let him unload and you load. And so that's how we've partnered. That's how we've partnered. And we and I look for those opportunities on how we can create really good partnerships and everything that we do around the house and, and in parenting. Another way that I've made it super simple and really direct is I've started labeling my girl's dresser drawers so that he can put laundry away because I loathe it and he hates when laundry is not put away but he never knew where to put things away and it would irritate the literal crap out of me when I'd go upstairs and there's like pants and shirts and dresses and jumpers all in one drawer (laughs) granted 
give him some grace. He doesn't know the difference between a dress and a jumper. And that's fine. He's a boy. He doesn't have to. Although the girls are like, Dad, do you like my outfit? And he's like, that's a really cute dress. And they're like, it's not a dress. It's a jumper. (laughs) And I'm like, Blaine, why is there a jumper in this drawer? And he's like, a what? (laughs) And so now I've just created labels. And they're super cute. And I've put them on the drawers. And it also helps the girls too, right? So that's another way that I empowered myself in my roles to be able to create a beautiful partnership with him. And it helps him and it helps me. And that's what this is about, okay? I could go on and on and on and on and on, but this is just something like our bills and our finances and just all of the different things that that we can do to be able to partner with our spouses so that we can accomplish more in our homes and our businesses. Like, If you can get that effective and that efficient in your home, you're going to allow more time for yourself in your business. And for me, being able to to know exactly what I need from him emotionally and as far as time is concerned is what helps me be successful in my business. The ability to outsource things to my husband in motherhood and in my home gives me the time as a stay-at-home mom slash work-from-home mom. That's how I'm able to make that happen, you know? And it's how you're going to be able to make it happen too. So that is all for now. How in the world? I'm always like, okay, this is going to be the shortest 20 minute episode. No, it's not. We're pushing 40 minutes, friends. So happy that you hung out with me through this entire thing. I would love, I would love to have you come over inside the Facebook group and hang out with me and just drop, like start your own thread that says, hey, this is what I need help with when it comes to partnering with my husband, or this is what we're doing really good with, or this is the partnership, little teeny tiny seed that I'm going to plant between me and my husband. Come share it with me. I want to know what you thought. And if you don't want to share it in the whole entire group, you can send me a DM over on Instagram. I'd love to chat with you there. But as always, it has been so fun hanging out with you from behind my mic. And I will look forward to seeing you over inside of the Facebook group. Hey, before you go, If today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.